0: good afternoon, happy end of September, my friends. I was going to re-air something today because you may or may not can tell. um, Well, you'll be able to hear throughout this podcast episode that I have had. Been a little under the weather, haven't felt well this week. So I was going to re-air something and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to just record something quick that is probably a repeat of things I've said before. However, I still get this question and concern inside of the Facebook group is, and is basically, how do I just not have that first drink? Or how do I break this habit of when I come home from work? So I'm just going to give you a few straight tips today. And at the end of the day, of course, there are deeper uprooted things. But honestly, in the beginning. It is making the commitment and doing new things and changing that neuro pathway in your brain and creating new patterns and habits. So we're just going to dive in and I hope you find this helpful for you. And if you have not had a chance to review the podcast, if you've been listening for a while and you haven't done so, it would really, really help if you go to Apple and click five stars and write a quick review. That's how the show grows and gets shared more and more. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm glad that this is your first episode. Continue to listen. I have many more. And if you ever have a question or you have something that you have not heard yet on the podcast and you're like, hey, what if you address this? Or will you talk about this, Michelle? I would love to do that for you. Just email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. Have a great week, ladies. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free that you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Okay, so I get many comments about this idea of how do I change this habit? How do I not drink when I come home from work? Or how do I not just have one? Because once I have one, I can't stop at one. That's basically what I hear a lot. And let me just say I was there. So I can totally relate. As soon as I drank one glass of wine, it was on. I mean, I, I can't remember the times that I only had one unless for some reason I was out to dinner somewhere that I was driving, I would only have one and then make sure I ate and spent a couple hours because there was just something there. That was the leverage for me without the drinking and driving for sure. I was so scared that, you know, something could happen. And, you know, the last thing I wanted to do is get a DUI or get pulled over and, or something happened. And most times I wouldn't even drink if I was driving. But if I did, it would be only one. So that was kind of the only exception to this rule. And then I would find myself, obviously, like I've shared before, I would just make sure that I wasn't driving. I would make sure that um, I was out and about um, with someone else or I was somewhere settled and I wasn't going anywhere, which most of the time later in my relationship with alcohol turned into just being more isolated and not doing much. So In all honesty, I can say I felt that when I came to the place where I was questioning my relationship with alcohol. I spent a lot of time doing that. I had a lot of day ones, day threes, and it was over and over and over. So I can understand where you are. I just want to tell you I can see you and I know that this is not easy. However, if you haven't really tried anything, how would you know, right? So First of all, I want you to give yourself some new awareness if you don't know this yet, that once you have that first drink, you get a blood sugar spike. And then shortly after, it drops. So what happens when our blood sugar drops, whether we're eating something really sweet like a cupcake or we're having a drink, is that our our glucose, it drops down. So our body alerts us like, you need more you've got to have more. I'm in pain. I'm uncomfortable. Something's wrong here. This desire to have more. Okay. So understand that, have the awareness that that's just the deal right there. If you want to go ahead and help yourself to not beat yourself up, just recognize that this is just the science of your brain and your body as it relates to that sugar rush. And you get to be in control of that by just not choosing that first drink. So here's some ways that can help you, whether it's nutritionally or simply trying something new. Number one is change up your routine on your way home from work, which means driving a different way, I know that a lot of us are re- very disciplined and regimented in this community, and that's why we fr- we get so frustrated with ourselves of why can't I get this one thing together? Why can't I just stop over drinking? So I know y'all have a routine, and I know you have a schedule, most of you, okay? And whatever that looks like, let's change it up. Don't go to the store. Go to a, go to a different route, that kind of thing. If you're at home working, change up your afternoon routine. What does that look like? Do you typically finish work and go straight to the kitchen and pour a glass of wine or pour a drink? I don't know what that is for you. All I'm doing is saying, hey, when you notice that time of day that is creates this desire to drink, change it up. Because just like all of these other tips, they're only going to happen if you try them and if you try them more than once, ladies. Because right now you have a... Embedded neuropathway that says, This is what she does. Here's her routine. Four o'clock, ding, ding, ding. She's done her work. It's time to drink. I did too. It was systematic. It was a pathway in my brain until I made the changes to make it change. Okay. The next one is before you do anything else, eat protein. And I know that you've probably heard this everywhere, and I'm going to keep saying it. Women, And men, but women need more protein. We do not get enough protein. And not only will that help you stay satisfied, it will help the cravings drop because it is a physical craving that your body is wanting something. It actually is probably wanting that glucose. But if you give it protein, you'll be more satisfied. Rotisserie chicken, keep boiled eggs, have jerky, use a protein powder, shake it up in a, um, a, a shaker with water or oat milk or something like that. Just do something and let that sit. And I always say give a 20-minute window. Just let it sit. Begin to notice how you feel in your body. Remember, so much of these habits are reactionary, and they are on that, on that wavelength or on that pattern or on that neuropathway, whatever we want to call it, that we have to pause. All these create self-control and a pause. So then the next one is number three is set a 20 minute timer, literally on your phone, set a timer, walk around your house, go put in some laundry or tidy up your bed or the pillows on your couch or fold the blankets or wipe down the kitchen cabinets and counter or actually what's even better, go outside, walk up and down your street, whatever that looks like for you, wherever you live, you can make it work for you 20 minutes and then check back in. The other option, number four, call a friend or accountability partner if you have one. A lot of this tactic here is just distraction. Create a distraction for your brain. Talk about something else. You don't have to talk about your craving right now. You don't have to talk about your desire for alcohol. Sometimes I've found if we talk about it, it kind of makes it worse right? So you don't have to talk about that. You're just changing that pattern and even call your friends say, "Hey, I need to be distracted for a few minutes. Let's talk about our future desires for vacation. or let's talk about our favorite food or a new recipe or, you know, make something up. I don't care. All right? And the next one, and some of you are gonna be like, "Oh my God, that's so cringy and awkward. and great, do it anyway. I want you to look into the mirror, deep into your eyes and be honest with how you're feeling. Is this really just a habit right now or is there something bothering you that you need to address and be honest with yourself? No, I'm not saying that you need to go have a knockdown drag out with your spouse or your kids, but something's bothering you. Yes, this is a habit and it might just be a habit today. But most of the time, I believe something's up. Something's triggered you. You're stressed out. You're having thoughts about your job, about your kids, about your relationship. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, Michelle, you are really feeling overwhelmed right now. Or you're really feeling stressed out right now. What's up? What do we need? You know, just kind of check in and have that that self-coaching moment. This is part of what I want to teach y'all. You know, you're going to be able to take these things and work through this, whether it's you end up working through my future program that's coming up soon, hint, hint, or if you're going to work through it with coaching with me, or if you do this on your own. Many of you can listen to the podcast, and depending on where you are on your journey and your need for deeper healing, you might be able to walk through this on your own. And that's awesome. I love that for you. And none of that can be done without self coaching. Self control and really having a plan and mapping this out and giving it a try. And if you're a list maker, put all this down on a list and try it all. Add some more things. Say, oh, you didn't mention this. Awesome. What else can you think of that you can do differently in the afternoon before you drink? Give yourself 20 minutes on all these, okay? Change it up, try something new, and then let me know how it goes. All right. Thank you so much. I love you. I hope you have a great week. And until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at Porterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.